and welcome to Clubhouse Conversation. They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. You want to know how dedicated I, Davo, am here at Clubhouse Conversation? Putting in some hard work on a Saturday morning, and I'm glad you're along for another edition of Clubhouse Conversation, the place where we catch up with all your favorite current and former Royals players. Not for real, though. I'm excited today to talk to Tyler Zuber, who was kind enough to join us for a second time here on Clubhouse Conversation. First had Tyler on last year. Now, before we talk about him and bring him on, want to pimp our social media a bit. Hopefully, you're following us by now on Twitter, at Royals Clubhouse. It's at Royals Clubhouse on Twitter, where we are the most active. We'll always, of course, post our latest interviews that we do year-round with current and former Royals on there and offer some insight on the major and minor league Royals and other random things on there. Also, Clubhouse Conversation on Facebook. And here on the website, you can subscribe to the iTunes, if you'd like, at clubhouseconversation.com and check out our full archive of hundreds and hundreds of interviews the last several years with current former Royals players. But let's get into Tyler Zuber right now, a guy who is really starting to raise some eyebrows uh, around minor league baseball, really. I think, I think he's starting to finally get the respect he deserves. A guy that was selected by the Royals in the sixth round was Zuber out of Arkansas State back in 2017. And he has really hit the ground running ever since being drafted, but especially over the last year. Now, let's talk about this year for Tyler Zuber. Was a Carolina League All-Star, his first time being an All-Star in professional baseball. And so far this year, across 32 and a third innings, he's got a 1.11 ERA. That will definitely play. A 111 ERA in 32 and a third innings with 40 Ks and 12 for 15 in save opportunities. Overall, Tyler's gone 36 for 41 in nailing down games over the two-plus years he's been in the Royals organization. And he joins us now this morning here on this Saturday, June the 29th of 2019, as the Naturals are currently uh, in Springfield. He's currently with the Northwest Arkansas Naturals after a post-Carolina All-Star break promotion up there to AA. Back in his home state of Arkansas, we'll talk about that and lots more as Tyler joins us right now on Clubhouse Conversation. First of all, good to talk to you again, man. And second of all, how's everything going with you? Everything's going good so far. You know, I can't complain. Yeah, well, you got a, a nice little promotion up there. Got to congratulate you uh, on your recent promotion up uh, from Wilmington to Northwest Arkansas. How exciting is it for you to get up to AA? Oh, it was it was a goal that I had set in, um, in spring training that I wanted to be in AA at some point this year. Obviously, the goal was to break with AA, but um, just being able to be here now and get to experience a little bit better baseball and better competition, you know, it's it's a blast. I'm excited. Yeah, the Texas League uh, is a fun league for sure. A little less traveling, right? Aren't things a little bit closer than they are in the Carolina League, down, uh, you know, in the Texas League? Yeah, yeah. So we actually we're in Springfield now, and that's two hours. I think Tulsa is like two hours. Little Rock's three hours. And then the Texas teams, I mean, they're a little bit farther. But um, for, for the most part, though, the travel's nicer. It's a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. Now, what made you choose number 44 with Northwest Arkansas? Did you get to actually choose that, or is it more assigned in the minor league level? <laughs> uh, I walked in, and that was the jersey that was hanging in my locker. <laughs> I didn't really have an option on 
what number I could get or couldn't get. Okay, all right. That, that, I guess that makes sense. I guess that's more of a big league thing when you get to buy your, buy your jersey from someone and stuff like that, right? Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Whitehall, Arkansas is where you grew up, obviously. Uh, Jonesboro for college at Arkansas State. So it's got to feel like you're kind of back home. I know you haven't spent a lot of time yet in Springdale because the All-Star break and you guys are on the road. But, but how far are both towns from Springdale then? Um, Whitehall is three and a half, and then Jonesboro is probably about five, but the Little Rock is the closest one. Little Rock's like two hours from Jonesboro and like 30 minutes from my, where I grew up. So that's gonna, it's gonna be in quote a road game, but it's gonna be, feel like a home game. Oh, yeah, for sure, when you're facing the Travs out there. Well, I'm sure family's excited to, to, to have you closer. Did you get to make it home then during the, the Texas League All-Star break? I did. I did. I went home for the All-Star break, which is a short drive. Got my vehicle, so now I can have a little bit of transportation around in northwest Arkansas and figure, figure out about that place. And yeah. The last time I seen it was 2012. Now, okay, so you've only been, uh, like I said, a double-A about a week now. Have you already had family visiting and watching either of your two outings so far in person? Um, my parents actually saw my debut. Um, it wasn't the perfect circumstances. You know, it was raining hard or kind of drizzling pretty hard. Um, but we ended up winning the ball game, so that was good. You know, so... Uh, it was nice that they got to see me throw, and they're—I mean—they're obviously going to get to see me throw when we go to Little Rock in a couple of weeks, you know, about a week and a half or so. Yeah, that'll be really nice. And then you mentioned Springfield right now, where you're at. Um, that's one stadium I've actually not been to yet. Is it a pretty nice stadium there in Springfield? Oh yeah, Hammond's Field's really nice. Um, I actually have played here when I went to college. We played. Um, we played Missouri State, so this is actually their home field. So when we traveled to Missouri State, this is where we played our games at, which is which I, I like this field a lot. The ball flies here. The ball travels well as a hitter. Um, but, yeah, this is a very nice, very nice stadium. What's the actual, like, what's your favorite park, not counting your home parks, out of all the minor league parks you've pitched in, what's your favorite, you know, visiting park out of all of them? Favorite visiting park? Um, I got a couple, I would say. I would say when I was in Lowe, Augusta Green Jackets, because it was like they just built a brand new stadium. And I think we were – I think we might have been, like, one of the first couple teams to play. Or maybe it was, like, the opening night. Huh. They were like, it just opened up the stadium. And so it was packed. And it kind of, like – it kind of felt like the fans were on top of you. Um, so far, in double A, obviously, it's only been Springfield. But, I mean, the two stadiums that I've seen so far have been really nice, like, including ours and – Springfields, so I can only imagine what's to come. And I know what the Travelers Field looks like, and that looks super nice. Yeah, there's there's so many cool minor league fields. I'm almost jealous of you guys getting to see like all of them. Um, that's one of the <laughs> one of the perks of the lifestyle, I guess. Well, okay, so we last spoke last May, then. So let's pick up from there. Um, when you think back to the s- second half of last season, what do you feel like you learned the most during the second half of, of last year? Um, 
learned honestly just to trust myself more and not nibble so much at the corners and just you know let my fastball do what my fastball does and then you know I've got good enough off-speed pitches that I could you know put people away it's just now like building up the consistency of the curveball and the slider like you know when it's an appropriate time to throw it for a strike when it's like when you got to bury it in the dirt so I learned that I learned um I, I learned a lot about like you know how to like holding runners better uh and just you know just more about the game just like you see like you pitch in different situations each year and you learn something new about each situation that you take like so in next year if you're put in that same situation it's not like oh my gosh what do I do Okay, that that makes sense. What what pitch are you most confident with right now, and then which pitch are you working on the most right now? Uh, most confident. I mean, honestly, I'd be fastball, curveball, slider. Any of those three, I'm pretty confident in. Uh, working on obviously still working on the changeup. I will throw it, but you know, it's still a working, kind of like a work in progress still. Okay, what what's your velo at right now? Like, where do you sit and where do you top out at? I would say anywhere from 93, 94 to 97. Nice. But I'll touch 97, so I can't say 90. I'll say 93 to 96, and I'll touch 97. That's that's a good place to be working. And how about closing? How did you end up kind of becoming the closer where you've been? Was that just by chance, or how did that come about? Um, honestly, in, you know, when it started, it was in Burlington, they said that, you know, none of you guys have a defined role. You're either a starter or a reliever. So we all were like, okay, that's fine. As long as we, uh, as long as we get the pitch. And he's like, yeah, like, you guys are going to pitch. Well, it's like about halfway through the year. They put me in a one-run ball game in the ninth. I got to say a couple days later, same thing happens. I get to save. So I kind of worked it into there. And then in Lexington, I went up my first year, so I guess the manager kind of known who I was a little bit, and I broke with Lexington last year. And they, uh, they, I mean, the first game of the year, it was a safe situation I was put in. And so I guess I kind of worked myself into that role. And then Wilmington, you know, I earned the manager's trust, and all of a sudden I was, I was closing ball games there. And then, you know, that's the goal now is to, you know, be a double A closer and then triple A closer and so on and so forth. So what? That's that's got to be a really cool job. And you all hear him say you've got to have a, a short term memory, right? Like when you blow a save, oh, yeah. right? Exactly. I mean, you can't you can't dwell on the night before, three nights ago, whenever you blew a save. Like, I mean, it happens and it's baseball. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive Mariano Rivera blew a couple saves in his <laughs> career. He was. Probably the best closer of all time. So I yeah. feel like if he can do it, then and he can do it pitch for that long. I feel like I could do it too. Well, you got to remember too that he never had a runner put at second base to start a an inning and extra innings either. That's a that's got to yeah. be a, a fr- at least it's an unearned run though. I guess that's a good thing. But man, you, you get a guy in second, they butt him over to third. It's you know you basically you have to get a strikeout or you give up a run essentially, right? Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it's not. It's like it's a pretty difficult situation, but. 
I guess if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. I can't change it. I, mean, I just got to pretty much just deal with it. At least they don't do it in the big leagues. Man, it's rough. Um, okay, so we talked last year. You talked about, you know, the Greg Holland comparisons. Do you get compared to Jeff Montgomery ever? Do you ever hear that name for the size and being a college pitcher and all that? No, I actually have not. Really? Okay. You'll probably hear it when you get closer to KC. Do you know who Jeff Montgomery is? I don't. No. Okay, you're, it doesn't ring a bell. You're too young. Well, so he was a he's a Royals Hall of Fame closer. He has the most saves in Royals history, and and then now he's a broadcaster. Uh, does the post game for the Royals, and he went to Marshall, pitched in college. He was the same height as you, and worked his way up. You know, kind of the same type of way. So you'll I'm sure you'll hear that name okay. later on. Don't worry, you will hear that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, I, shoot, I might have heard it before, but I'm kind of drawing a blank right now. Well, you're. I have to, I'm showing my age, man. You know, he's like he's in his mid fifties, and I'm I'm in my late thirties. He's his mid fifties, so you know you're you got a ways to come till you get to us, man. Luckily for you, uh, so so this year you started at Wilmington, which you know I went out there last year. It's a must visit. I freaking love Frawley Park and and, and everything about Wilmington. It's, it's a cool place. But how much of an honor was it for you to be a Carolina League All Star this year and playing side by side with so many of your teammates? That was unbelievable. I loved it. I, I loved the fact that I got to play with some more teammates. Um, I also loved, you know, competing in an All Star game. I was the last All Star game I was in was my senior year of high school in 2013, and that was a blast. Just pitching against like that good a competition. Um, it was just the the hype around it and how relaxing things are uh, it just it's it's like loose and easy baseball everyone has fun there's no like there's no stress like, like oh my gosh i just went over four with uh, two strikeouts like who cares like it's an all-star game it's a sold-out crowd you know so it, it was unbelievable i i will i want to go to another one but this one i want it to be a, a the mlb all-star game i love that yes Absolutely. Um, okay, now, the Wilmington atmosphere, I talked about it a second ago. Explain it in, in your own words to somebody who has not been to Wilmington. I mean, you agree with me, it's a pretty special place, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a pitcher's ballpark, for sure. You're going to see, when the Blue Rocks score, you're going to see a lot of people get excited. There's going to be some loud music. Celery's going to run out. Yes. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be interesting to see. But um, it's it's kind of like a, a like not like a huge stadium, but like when it's when there's a lot of fans there and it's rocking, like you can definitely tell like the fans kind of help add to uh, the Blue Rocks advantage. Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, celery. Did you ever hear the story of how they ended up with celery? Because my mom actually asked him when I was out there with my mom. Did you, do, you, do you know the story or not? Uh, I want to say I heard a story, but I don't know if it's the truth one. Okay, well, the one I heard was from the, the – she asked them, because you know how moms are. They're like, oh, I love that mascot. Oh, yeah. uh, she had to know, and they told her that like sometime they had like a healthy eating day or something, and all the different um, foods had their own costumes, and whoever it was left the celery behind, and so they kept asking, like, do you want your celery costume back? And nobody ever hit them back, so they just started wearing it <laughs> at the games. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There you go. So the celery yeah. – they got multiple bobbleheads, I've noticed, and it's a bit of a thing down there yeah. for sure. I mean, it kind of blew up. And, you know, our BP shirts, 
We had a celery on it. Our BP hats, we had a celery on it. We had a celery jersey. Yeah. Okay, so what's better, the celery or the mustache at Lexington? What do you think on the hat? Mm, mustache, for sure. I think so, too, man. I love that mustache. I love the mustache. I know. It's just, it's just different. We had uh, Josh Mitchell on last week. He loves the mustache. Um, the mustache the mustache is good. I liked it. <laughs> so uh, we've also had Zach Hockey on the show recently. Obviously, you knew him a bit um, during your time at Arkansas State. So how exciting is it for you to see uh, Zach doing so awesome this year? It's good. You know, it's awesome to see guys that you know, um, guys that you're friends with, you know, do well, no matter where they are. It could be rookie ball. It could be the big leagues. It could be wherever, so it's awesome to see um, when people throw well. And hockey's got a special arm. I mean, that dude's that dude has a very gifted arm, with a gifted ability to throw the ball hard, and he's like really kind of deceptive because of how big he is and where the ball comes out. So I mean, it honestly, it's not a shocker to me, but you know, I'm happy for him, proud of him. Yeah. Now talking about Wilmington. Um, you know, that bullpen down there, we, we hear about the starting rotation, how good the starting rotation is, and, and that's fair, but I feel like the bullpen gets overshadowed sometimes. So g- give me an arm or two there in Wilmington that doesn't get enough love, one of your old bullpen mates that you love down there that you're really impressed by. Shoot. Where do you want me to begin? <laughs> I mean, there was, at the beginning, at, at the beginning of the year before um, Duarte left, Daniel Duarte, you got Rito Lugo, Colin Snyder, uh, Holden Caps, Tad, Josh Mitchell, um, Rob Garcia. I mean, <laughs> wherever you want me to start. I mean, all those guys are throwing the ball well. I mean, and it honestly, it doesn't surprise. Like, as a starting pitcher, like obviously I was a, a part of the bullpen, but I can only imagine as a starting pitcher when you come out of the game in like the sixth or seventh inning, you know, I get a good start. Like you can only imagine like the amount of like relaxation that they have knowing like all right well here comes the bullpen and you know all right well it's two to one now like all right well if anything it's going to be three to one or four to one like we're going to ball game like they're not going to score again yeah i mean the bullpen there was just it was fun to be a part of it was it was like it was almost like we had a brotherhood down there in the bullpen that you know it was like a, a bond that couldn't be you know shook yeah. Well, the one guy – you mentioned one guy that I'm really intrigued about. You know, I've talked to Mitchell, so I know all about him. But tell me more about uh, Holden Caps. He's uh, – he's a, obviously, he's a left-handed pitcher. Um, you know, fastball slider, change-up guy. Uh, can really spin the ball well. And that's why he's – that's why he's really good. I mean, I'm, I'm almost 99% sure, like, pretty much dominates every single left-handed hitter because it's just, like, he'll throw him a couple sliders down the way, then go inside with a fastball, then back to the slider away, and, you know, punch him out. Um, really good punch out, like, strikeout numbers. Uh, you know, it's, I mean, 92 to 95. So, he throws the ball hard. He's got a good sinker, too. So, right-handed hitters are, like, they're not, like, relax in the box either like they're constant they're going to see some stuff that's going to sink away from them i mean he's just if he gives up a hit he's got i mean he's got a double play ball in his pocket that he can pretty much play whenever he wants so i mean it's he's he's fun to watch when he goes out there he works fast so obviously the pace of the game is pretty quick 
Yeah, I would think that's a, that's a guy that maybe gets promoted with you later in the year up there. There's a number of guys, though, obviously, that are on the radar there um, in that bullpen. So speaking of Northwest Arkansas, you know, who do you know the most on your roster now? I'm guessing Beckwith you know pretty well from last year. Who else do you know in that roster from years past? Um, Sotier played with him in Lexington. Um, I know a lot of hitters. I mean, I guess all most of the guys that are here I played with last year in Wilmington or in Lexington. Uh, yeah, I mean, Travis Jones, Valoria, Cancel, Rivera, Nick Heath. Yeah, that's an exciting yeah, there's, team. There's quite a bit of – I mean, it's, it wasn't like I walked into a locker room and I was like, oh, my gosh, like I know maybe two people. Right. I mean, I walk in and – I knew, you know, I'd probably say 75% of the guys that were in there. Yeah, that's a good feeling, too. Um, history is always good when you come up together. So how, how much more, I mean, it's only been a couple outings, but how much more advanced, I mean, I'm sure you've heard things, how much more advanced do you think the hitters are at double-A versus high-A? Uh, they are, I mean, I, you can't get away with as much. Like, so, I mean, there's, you got to make better quality pitches. Um yeah, they, if they read like you know off speed down like normally they just they'll look at it or they spoil a lot of pitches they foul off a lot more pitches here, whereas those like pitches that you might could get away with in you know low A or high, you don't get away with them as much. You gotta you almost have to set people up in different situations to get to like what you want. Um, and they're not and they do not miss fastballs either like fastball just because the fastball reads 100 that doesn't mean anything i mean they they can still turn on 100 miles an hour or they can you know be late on it but then more more times than not they don't miss fastballs here that's why they're in double a's because they didn't miss fastballs in the lower level well the good news is at least you don't have that major league baseball that they're using at triple a right that flies <laughs> out of the i ball. know <laughs> if that was the case I might, I might could have, uh, I might would have given up a home run or two. Yeah, no. The, hopefully, hopefully they'll fix that over the winter. So hopefully, you know, by the time you, you know, you'll, you'll be good to go going forward. Hopefully, they'll get that ball under control. My gosh. Um, all right. Well, before we let you go, let's uh, let's finish with ten rapid fire random questions. You ready for some fun here? All right. All right, so Wilmington recently had the Whit Merrifield um, dodgeball bobblehead. Omaha's had the Bro Hearn, Ryan O'Hearn bobblehead. We've seen a Whit Merrifield Game of Thrones bobblehead at Northwest Arkansas this year. So someday, if you get the pleasure of a bobblehead being made of you, is there a cool theme that you hope they'll incorporate with your bobblehead? I would like, I would like the Game of Thrones one. Yeah? Are you a Game of Thrones guy? I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. Okay. I need to get into it. I've never watched an episode. I guess I'm too old like we talked yeah, about earlier. You're, you're missing out. <laughs> uh, okay. So when you were in Wilmington on an off day, um, you know, only about a 45-minute drive, did you ever go and watch a Phillies game on an off day as a fan? Uh, no. I never really went anywhere other than Wilmington. Really? Because I never had a vehicle. Oh. So, and it, I didn't want to, you know, kind of bother my host family. But, hey, can we go here? Hey, can we go there? Um, so really on off days, I just, just kind of hung around the house. Yeah. I guess, uh, I guess an Uber to Philly would be a little, little pricey, huh? It'd be, it'd be a couple of dollars. 
<laughs> so now that you do have a car now, though, so do you think you'll ever make the three-hour drive to KC on an off day and maybe watch a Royals game? Uh, I would. I mean, I wouldn't count it out. Yeah. But I guess that's I'm a not, lot, I'm though. I'm not really sure. On an off day. I guess six hours round trip plus a game. Maybe, maybe that's too much. You, you guys probably like to chill. Um, who Who is the best professional hitter you've ever faced? Is there any name that sticks out? Um, best professional hitter, I would say Juan Soto. Oh, wow. How'd you do against him? Um, so far, he's 0 for 2 off of me with two strikeouts, but nice. the two strikeouts I really had to work for. It wasn't like it was just fastball, fastball, fastball. All right, see you later. It was, I mean, it, I think he took me to probably 2-2 two, two or 3-2. On both different accounts, and he fouled off a couple pitches. So it wasn't like it was just three pitches. It was like six or seven, maybe even eight or nine pitches. Okay. All right. Now, who um, who was the first Major League Baseball player you ever got an autograph from, and do you still have it? Oh, first Major League player. Um, I used to buy these things called the Sweet Spot Classic. Yes. It's like a big, big box of cards. I know what they are, yeah. Um, and I think the first one that I ever got was, uh, oh my goodness, I'm drawing a blank. Who was the third baseman for the Orioles a long time ago? Not Machado. Robinson. Well, Brooks Robinson. Wow. Brooks Robinson. That was the first one. And then, um, Mike Schmidt from the Phillies wow. was in the next set that I got. You had a thing for third baseman, apparently. I remember it was such a big deal because it was kind of an incentive when I was growing, when I was going through elementary school, if I had straight A's for nine weeks, I got a box of like Sweet Spot Classic because I think they were like, I want to say they might have been like ninety bucks or a hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. And my dad would, my cousin actually owned a video game store that had a bunch of, he had a bunch of trading cards and stuff like that, and he would go down there after I, like he saw my report card, and I'd pick out the box that I wanted and would buy it, whatever. And, I'd go home, and I remember it'd be like Christmas. I'd see which autograph I got. Yeah, you, you still have them all, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're in a, a big, uh, a big like, card-collecting deal underneath my bed. So anytime <laughs> I want to, I can pull it out and look at, look at all of them. I love it. Okay. How many baseball cards do you think you've autographed so far in your career? As I put the over-under at 1,000 signed baseball cards, have you signed more or less than 1,000 so far? Way less. Way really? less. Really? Don't you guys have the minor yeah. league sets though, right? Yeah. Um yeah, I'm not at I don't think I've quite oh I've quite yet reached a thousand. I would probably say I'd be in the in the range of five hundred. Okay. The all star game helped that. the all star game really they really boosted my numbers up. They probably have an all star card too, right? Carolina League set? They did. They did. Yeah, that's what's okay. So, what's your favorite card that you've been on? Do you have a favorite one so far? Uh, probably the probably the All Star game one, just because it said All Star Carolina League All Star Classic at the bottom right. Do those autograph guys go to your hotel in the minor leagues, or is that only a major league thing to get autographs? Is that more of like a major league thing? More, uh, yeah, it's more major league. I, I me personally, I haven't seen any, huh. uh, but I would say yeah, I'd definitely say major league. Okay, so last year I asked you this too, and let's see let's see if it's the same answer. Major league pitcher you study the most. Is there anybody new you've picked up in the last year, or is it still the same guys? 
I mean, I, shoot, I enjoy watching a lot of them. I mean, I enjoy watching Scherzer. Honestly, I enjoy watching Pitching Ninja on Twitter the most. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I enjoy watching Walker Bueller a lot. Yeah, everything's down and hard. He, like, puts the ball wherever he wants. It's, it's like, he's like a modern-day harder Maddox. <laughs> That's what, what I see him throw. That's what I know, I what do you it's th- impressive watching. Dude, how about Scherzer after the broken nose? What did he have? Eight shutout innings with 14 Ks the next day? Did you see that? It was um, it was something unbelievable. I mean, that dude's just – he's nuts. He's, he's what, a psycho. I love it. He's, like, what, 34 and a half years old and throwing up 240 innings with 300 Ks every year, and it's insane. He's nuts. Yeah, imagine if Detroit would have kept him and Verlander together. Wow, wow. Man, I tell you what. Okay, what's a what's a pitch that you wish you could throw and master that's not currently other than the you know the work, you're working on the changeup? Is there another pitch like a random pitch you wish you could throw that you maybe messed around with a little bit but but can't quite master it? A cutter. Okay. I'm trying. Like, I would say like it's more or less like tinkering around with it just to see just to see if I can get a ball to move like that. How come nobody that throws 95 throws a knuckleball ever, like, randomly for the hell of it? <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> Knuckleballs are hard. They're, at least for me, they're hard to throw. Yeah, that'd be funny if you just... And they're so slow. And if it, if it doesn't knuckle, then uh, it's about a 70-mile-an-hour BP ball coming right down the middle. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going 500 feet with the new baseballs. Um. Exactly. That's that's soaring out of the stadium. (laughs) Well, my last question for you, man. uh, You know, what would you like to say to Rails fans listening right now? Uh, You know, just you know, the big league club is you know they're kind of like struggling a little bit, but hey, don't lose faith in them. You know, they there's a bunch of great ball players up there. They're not up there for no reason. You know, they're great ball players. You know, so don't lose faith in them. You know, and the minor leaguers. You know, we're we're grinding and we're pushing to to make it to Kansas City. So, you know, they, there's a good thing coming. So, you know, just don't lose faith and uh, always just be loyal to uh, to Kansas City. Yeah, we, you know, we got a nice core of, of players up here, some good pitchers, but also a great offensive core. And then there's the pitching coming, as you know about. You've pitched with all of them in high A and and uh, double and A, man. So we're excited to, to continue to follow your progress, you and your teammates, and, and thanks for all your hard work and, and getting us back towards the championship level in the future. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you again next year, uh, either at Omaha or up here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. All right, man. Take care. Have a great weekend. All right. You do the same.